I'm Beth Davis, and welcome back to Teachable Tuesday, Holy Week edition. I'm so glad you're here. If you've never been with us, welcome. Uh, this is Teachable Tuesday, where uh, we discover God's heart in the Word and apply it to our lives. It's really that simple. So let's do this. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. God, I thank you that you're already here, that you're already with us, with each and every one of us right where we are. Even if we don't feel you, even if we don't hear you, that doesn't change the truth, the reality that you are with us, that you are real, that you're alive, Lord. Uh, help us to become more and more aware of your presence in our lives, especially through this word today. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, friends, big news. I am back on the wagon. Yeah, it's not what you think. I am back to being a runner, an athlete. Now, when I say runner, I'm really talking more about walking, but I'm on my way. I am an athlete, okay? And I am on a two-day streak. Here's what happened. Over the weekend, Jenna and I are chatting, and she says to me, hey, I was thinking maybe we should, like, start walking. Or I think she said, I I'm going to start walking. Would you want to, like, check in with each other? Maybe send a little screenshot of our route or, or, or whatever. And I was like, yes, I need this. I've been wanting to do it. I've been feeling like I need to do it, right? So I'm in. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that really tips the scales for me every single time because I'm not able to get out that door, to lace up my shoes, and to cross the starting line, as they say, on my own. Even having to reach out to Jenna and share the screenshots, it's not enough for me. The key to my success, the key to me becoming the amazing athlete that I am is a man named Coach Bennett. Have you met? Coach Bennett. Coach Bennett is the Nike Run Club global head coach. I had to go over that. I mean, it's really a mouthful, right? But Coach Bennett is the Nike Run Club global head coach who guides runs on the Nike Run Club app. If you haven't heard of it, five stars, okay? I should leave a review on that podcast. Anyway, Nike Run Club global head coach Bennett, Coach Bennett, is in my ear every step of the way. There's a first run, there's a next run, there's a third run, there's a just a run. There are all kinds of these guided runs. And I find I'm looking forward to spending time with Coach Bennett. Coach Bennett makes me feel like I'm not alone. Coach Bennett encourages me for lacing up my shoes and crossing the starting line right? As if I'm on a track using a starting line. But this is, this is the kind of language. This is, he's really getting me pumped, right? To just get out my door and get moving and get running. Even when he says like, you're running, right? I'm like, well, I am walking coach. Yes, I am. I'm moving, right? And I, I'm not even being hard on myself because coach isn't hard on me. Coach is calling me an athlete. He's telling me I'm a machine. He's calling me a champion, right? On the first day, on the first run, 
coach is making me think I can do this and I don't have to do it alone. Maybe I'd like to talk a little bit about Lent here. Maybe you haven't had that much success in Lent, right? Maybe you've been trying to do it all on your own and you found as you come into Holy Week, you cross that starting line and you can see the finish line, but it's not, it's not going great, right? It was a tough run. You didn't have a great run. You fell short, you failed, you gave up completely. But I wanna be your Coach Bennett right now. I wanna tell you that you can have a great Holy Week, that you can have a great life. And I wanna give you some keys to success, whether your goal is to commit to a holy hour, to pray a novena and actually finish it on the day, right? Whether your goal is to get out of debt or to get in a morning routine or a night routine or to lose weight, whatever your goal is, I wanna give you some encouragement today. I wanna help you to meet that goal. And the goal is holiness, right? The reason that we pursue all of these disciplines, the reason we want to become who God created us to be, to see ourselves for who God created us to be, to see ourselves in the dignity of who we already are according to God's vision of us, right? The whole point, the purpose is Jesus Christ. Pope Benedict said uh, that Jesus Christ is the origin, the journey, and the destination. He is that starting line, right? He's the whole walk or run, if you will, and he's the finish line. And I want to help you to grow in holiness. I want you to become a spiritual athlete. I want you today to feel like you can do it, that you can have not only a great holy week, but that you can become a saint. And it starts with this. It starts with a little Coach Bennett wisdom. I wanna tell you today that you are not alone. You are not alone and You don't have to do it alone. I wonder if maybe some of your discouragement discouragement around Lent is that you thought you were in it on your own, that you thought it was all up to you, right? That you set out these tremendous plans and in a way you set the bar too high. You weren't ready. You should have been going on a first run, but instead you were were training for a marathon, right? Instead today, I I wanna encourage you, I wanna remind you of the truth that you're not alone and you don't have to do this alone. And I wanna give you a scripture that I think can unlock this reality that you are not alone and that you don't have to do it alone. So flip with me in your Bible to the Gospel of John chapter 14 and I'm just gonna share with you mm, six words, okay? John 14, the very end of verse 31. So let me set the scene. Jesus is here with his disciples at the Last Supper. He's just given this incredible fourth quarter speech, as Mike Gizar would say, right? He's ready to send these athletes out onto the field of their life and preach the gospel. And verse 31, Jesus says, rise, let us be on our way. Rise, let us be on our way. Friend, you don't have to go it alone, right? When you rise up, when you set that goal, uh, when you desire to grow in holiness, 
none of that happens in isolation. In fact, it can't happen in isolation. You and I were meant for humanity. We were meant for community. God said in the garden at the beginning of the story of mankind, it is not good that man should be alone. And yes, the, the goal is to have community. And we're going to talk about that fleshed out, lived out community in your relationships, in your family, in your friendships. But God answered that desire with his own son. It is not good that man should be alone, so I'll come. It is not good that she's alone, so I'm going to come to her. It is not good that you are alone, so I will be with you. This is the promise that God made to us in the garden, fulfilled in Jesus Christ, that no longer are you alone and no longer do you have to go it alone. This is really the invitation of Holy Week, that we're invited to walk with the Lord. Rise, let us, right? There's a, a union and communion happening. Let us be on our way. He wants you to walk with him, right? He's leading. He's the coach. He's out front. Rise, let us be on our way. Let's go. And yet, there's an opportunity, right? There's a, a, another invitation. Not only that we would walk with Jesus on his way of the cross, but that we would discover and encounter Jesus on our way of the cross. Because when we go through our life, suffering will come. You might be walking through some intense suffering right now, this Holy Week, and and the beauty and the promise and the power of the cross is that you're not only coming to him. That's not the primary movement happening this Holy Week. No, the Lord makes the first move. He comes to walk with you to enter into your suffering. He understands your unique cross. And he's come to say, you are not alone. Would you come and and walk with me? Would you let me encounter you in my cross and in yours? That's the us part, right? I want to talk for a moment about the rising. Mm -hmm. The rising. It's hard to get that motivation to get up and go, right? Again, whether it's a holy hour or a budget or a routine, whatever it might be, it's hard to get started, right? Objects in motion, it's, it's easier for an object in motion to keep in motion. Isn't that like physics or something? <laughs> it's hard to, to get an object that's not moving into motion. So I want to give you uh, two tips, right, for rising this week. Rising up and walking with Jesus into Holy Week. The first is accountability. I want you to get a friend and I want you to text her, text him, make a plan for Holy Week. Hey, do you want to go to the Holy Thursday Mass with me? Hey, I'd really like to uh, go to Veneration of the Cross. Can we go at this parish at this time? I want you to invite someone. Um, Kelsey and I did this a couple of months back. Uh, we had both been trying to go to daily Mass and then just decided, let's make a commitment to each other. I'll meet you there. And just this week... I had a morning that didn't go my way. I was discouraged, stressed, frustrated, and I was tempted to throw in the towel. So I sent her a text. I'm leaving the house as mass is starting, and I was like, should I even come? I can just go to the chapel. And she just replied with one word, no punctuation. 
yes, come to Mass. And I did, and it was beautiful. Praise God. You need help, friend. You don't have to do it on your own, and you can't do it on your own. So get some accountability. Sometimes it's as simple as just saying out loud, I need some help, right? I I need some help. I I don't even know how to start a budget. I'm so discouraged about working out. I don't even know where to start. I used to be here. I was a college athlete, right? And now I got all these kids and I don't have any time and my body hurts, right? You just need to say it out loud to somebody. Text a friend, call a friend, make a plan. Get yourself some accountability. So that's your first move. That's your first rise this Holy Week, accountability. And the second is adoration. I want you to go and to be with the Lord. It sounds so, uh, I don't know, it, it at the risk of sounding like we're coming to him. It's a both and, right? We're coming to him to understand that he has already come to us. It was his movement. It was his initiation from the garden, from the beginning. The incarnation was the plan that he would come so that we might not be alone. But friend, you're not going to believe that. You're not going to know that unless you experience it. So I want to encourage you this week to go to adoration. Just just make one holy hour. You can do that. You've never done that before. How exciting. You can do it. You're an athlete, right? I'm, I'm channeling my Coach Bennett energy. You can do this. You can go and encounter the Lord and, and be with him in his suffering so that he might come and be with you in yours. Now, every Holy Thursday, you have an opportunity to go and to spend time with Jesus in the garden. After the Last Supper, he rises. Remember, rise, let us be on our way. And then he goes into the Garden of Gethsemane. And so in the Catholic Church, we have a beautiful tradition of spending an hour. Could you not wait one hour with me, Jesus says to the disciples. So go to him this Holy Thursday. Spend one hour with him in the garden of his repose. You can go to your parish. There's usually adoration through the night. If you're in a place that you're still pretty locked down or or limited, I want you to do a holy hour through virtual adoration. You can pick a chapel all over the world on YouTube. I want you to spend one hour with Jesus so that he can come and be with you because friend, he has already come and he wants to be with you. I was on my I was on my run last night. I'm just going to keep calling it a run, right? <laughs> Until I'm running. I was on my run last night and coach was in my ear, really, you know, talking me through the end of this run. And he said something very interesting. He said, "You know, as a coach and as an athlete, I've made every possible mistake, which makes me a great coach." It means I know how to coach you. It means I can see your blind spots. It means I can uh, see the mistakes that you're making and correct them gently, lovingly, sometimes with the hard truth, right? I want to be coached by somebody like that, somebody who sees that I'm prone to discouragement, someone who sees that I don't believe in myself. I want to be coached by someone who knows the thing that I want to do. And friend, this is why we go to Jesus this Holy Week, because he's lived it. He came and he put on flesh. He inhabited our life. He knows. 
He understands. And this Holy Week, he understands suffering. We remember again that he understands every pain, every rejection, every insult, every uh, deep discouragement that we could ever experience in this life. Christ has come and has borne in himself and for himself. So go to him. Let him love you. Let him coach you. Let him come and be with you because you are not alone and you don't have to do it alone. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen, Jesus. We love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you that you're so good, that you love us, that your desire is for us. And I pray for intimate encounters and divine appointments with you. I pray that there would be an outpouring, an overflow of graces from your sacred heart this Holy Week for every woman, every man, every child who approaches you in the garden of repose, that uh, you would pour out your love and that we would receive it. Give us the grace to receive it, to live in imitation of you and not to do it in our own strength, Lord, but to do it with you. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, friends. Have a blessed Holy Week. Bye now.